welcome out to the Death Battle cast. We are the cast and crew of Death Battle, joined by a couple people who aren't usually on the show, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm Ben. Uh, I play Wiz. I'm Sean. I'm a writer on the episode Frank vs. Leon. I'm Luis. I work on the, uh, the new episode that came out, Frank, versus, Frank West versus Leon Kennedy. As the animator. Yes. This is what he's going for there. And uh, I'm Chad. I play Boomstick. It's always the intros with you. You're fine after the intro. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, okay. just roll with no it. No pressure. Just roll with no it. No pressure. Just five million people are watching right now. Yeah, we're it's just fine. Live. I like to yeah. think of Chad being <laughs> naked, and that's that's what calms me down. Okay, you oh, just give me don't, 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 don't do that. Don't do that, please. <laughs> All right, but yes, as they uh, mentioned, we just had a new episode of Death Battle Air. Mm -hmm. uh, Leon Kennedy versus Frank West, That's right. which is mm -hmm. awesome. Good job, uh, Luis on the animation, Sean Thank the you. writing. This Thank was your you. second one. My second one. Ben also, yeah. great job on the voicing. I yeah, you did good. Say, like, yeah. You, you too. <laughs> Chad Boomstick was really on point. So was Wiz. Yeah. We're the real heroes. Oh, no. They only went tirelessly on this episode. Yeah. Like, how many hours do you think you put in? Into the animation? I lost count. I mean, usually it takes like three to four weeks to like get like an, an, the animation going and like just like complete it, but then like there's post production stuff as well, so that also takes time to so around five to six weeks. Well, and you had a special, th this episode is unique because you used a new animation software to yeah. make it, so that uh, adds a couple. Yeah, for sure, sure. I used two new animation software because. Why not? Let's make right, it more complicated, right? <laughs> so yeah, I use Blender and um, a, this other program that lets me create like 3D models, uh, but they're sprites, so they're using bosses and stuff. So it's really, really interesting, really cool to get to try out new things, which is something so, that allows us to do when you know working in house. Because of that new uh, new program that allows you to to build 3D models out of sprites. Yeah. You were able to build an entire 3D like set piece for it. So yeah, it was basically. Almost like a 3D fight with sprites mm -hmm. in a way. Yeah, yeah. And the way that I did that is by just having like like the the side and front uh, of like sprites that uh, like the like kind of like 2D models in a mm -hmm. sense, like just reference, and then I turned that into 3D, which then like you know like each piece is its own model. So it was a uh, it was a complicated process, but you know we got it we got it done. So <laughs> just fight on the it's, internet. That's it's really matters. interesting too, because like we um, you know when we hired Torian, like we were like blown away. Like we already knew Torian was like a good animator, right? Which is why we hired him. But then like having him here was just like blown away by like, this guy is like constantly driven to like make his animations better and better and better and find new ways to do things. And like it was just crazy like seeing somebody like he's just so dedicated to it. And then. When we hired Luis, it was crazy because we got like the same experience for 2D. <laughs> like the both of them are like every every fight. There's some new thing that they're trying to like either push their animation or do this new program to give the animation some cool new effect or something. And yeah, yeah. It's 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 what keeps it fresh and like exciting for for an animator to always keep trying new things and like applying it to your core concept, like uh, core idea of like animating in general. And you know, it, it creates a different feel for each fight, which is awesome to do. Yeah, yeah, um, and, and that's been a thing since Death Battle began. Like, uh, I've always strived to make sure that we're always trying new things with each episode, trying to build up new ways and methods to uh, make a better product every single time, a better fight animation, a better analysis, mm -hmm. better voice acting, everything. Um, and like back then, you know, it was just a couple people working on the episode. Now that we've got you know a good sized team on it, and everybody's doing this, like the episode's quality just keeps increasing Dude, because of it and I'm really proud of that. It still blows my mind. Like like um 
We were talking about something. Oh, we were talking about Thundercats. Uh, and so I went back to just kind of peruse the He-Man versus Lino episode that we did. Mm -hmm. And like, uh, there's so many things that I'm like, oh man, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. but then it's like, it's so crazy to see how far the show has come, like over the years. Like, it's my- Well, point. once we got on like a reasonable production cycle <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> with a reasonably sized team, I think everything kind of clicked and came into place much better mm -hmm. as opposed to everybody right. having to rush because we're given like two weeks to make something happen. Mm -hmm. Haven't um, missed a deadline in 18 months, baby. Yeah, Loving it. yeah. <laughs> it works Loving pretty it. well. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we will be answering some questions that you guys uh, have given us based on the results of the Leon versus Frank episode. So if you haven't watched it, we are going to spoil it in a yep. bit, spoil the victor. So uh, if you haven't seen it, go see it, please. Yeah. Um, and also, if you're watching this live, uh, on Friday, we do this show live on Friday at 4 uh, p.m. Central Standard Time every single Friday. Uh, you can participate in the community death battle uh, poll that is going on. Previously, we used to do this poll on Twitter uh, throughout the week or early on in the week, but now we're going to be doing it live. So if you look at the chat right now, there is a pinned uh, post in the chat by Brian, our own favorite Brian over there. Our own favorite Brian. <laughs> our own favorite Brian. There's many of this Brian's company, but this suck. one is our favorite. I mean, it's kind of true. Yeah. <laughs> There's a history there, at least, so yeah. it makes sense. Uh, but our own favorite Brian, Brian has posted <laughs> a, a link to Brian. a poll, which you can use to vote uh, for your pick on the community death battle, which is between Deadpool and The Mask. Look how cool that asset is. It just works Yeah, out. yeah. I'm really excited. <laughs> and also, by signing up for first, not only could you, you know, get to vote, um, but also you might be able to help us find the other half of the microphone in our logo. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day. Valid. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you're watching this, uh, this ar archived on Rooster Teeth or oh, YouTube after Friday. Oh, this is so cool. That, that's awesome, real too. Time. But uh, if you're a first member, you can watch us live and get involved in the vote. And uh, we're really excited to see how this turns out. This is something that I've been wanting to do ever since we uh, started doing the community death mm -hmm. battle, and now that we're able to do it, this is going to be this is going to be fun. We'll be talking about that later on in this show. Um, but first, let's get into these questions. If you're so, a fan of the mask, he's going to need some help right now. You saw that Deadpool <laughs> spike. Yeah. Deadpool spike was harsh. I mean, so. it's Deadpool. It, it, everybody loves Deadpool. Out too, but just do not, go. do not underestimate the mask. Highly recommend you look him up before you vote. Yep. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, I looked through a bunch of uh, comments on the Rooster Teeth post and the YouTube post of the death battle and pulled uh, some of the most common questions that I found. And uh, Sean, I hope you can help me out with some of these. Let's do it. Um, so we're just gonna like shoot through them real fast and, and continue with the show. Uh, so the first one is, you've said you make 3D fights for characters who come from 3D sources. Why was this fight a primarily 2D sprite fight? And we say, Traditionally, in most cases, we like to do that. Yes. Well, and you know, specifically, you look at like Crash Spyro. That makes sense because they're the progeny of 3D platformers. So it's like you got to kind of give them justice. I think Luis and I can talk about this, but yeah, for sure. What it really comes down to is time, and the the amount of effort. Not that Luis's effort is lessened, but. Frank makes a lot of cool objects. Yeah. And that means for the 3D fight, we would have to make all these different, you know, combo weapons and things that that's that's complicated. We don't we don't exactly have an artist on staff who can just model things like that. Yeah, yeah. And not only that, but it's also the fact that uh, 
we uh, like I had a lot of great ideas that I wanted to do uh, for this fight, so I really wanted to do it. So we uh, kind of like I just said like, hey, I this fight I have plenty of ideas. As you, as you can see, it was like over three minutes long. So <laughs> when we were <laughs> we weren't expecting it to be uh, that long, but it was so, like so many cool ideas we wanted to put together that it just. It just kind of fit, uh, just fit right in. Yeah, right I, in think the fight. It, I think it was last week or the week before I mentioned that you know this was originally going to be a 3D fight. I was gonna say, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We we mentioned on the commentary that uh, that's this was. was originally planned to be a 3D fight, um, but then Torian got uh, a hold of uh, Crash for Spyro, which mm -hmm. took a lot of time. Um, because it's like those like goofy cartoony fights, the like hardest thing for yeah. They are really hard to animate, especially yeah. when compared to a more Grounded, realistic character like Leon. Mm -hmm. Because when you think about it, like animated characters, very wildly animated characters, like Crash especially, there's so much stuff going on with their face. There's so much stuff going on with their body that you just yeah. you can't mocap that. I mean, you can't. You got a keyframe, Dad. Also, Spyro's a dragon. <laughs> I was gonna say, so, you see Torian in mocap, like trying to be a dragon again, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're just like, ah, oh, this ain't gonna work. There, there's always every single episode has a difference in uh, difficulty, time, and and what really needs to go into it. And uh, putting Leon Frank in this position as a 2D fight is what really ultimately helps the entire season as a whole. Mm -hmm. um, and again, like I think if we had done it in 3D, a lot of the stuff with Frank's weaponry might not have been, we might not have been able to pull it off as right. well mm -hmm. as Luis did in the 2D animation. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it worked out for the best. Yeah, and I tried making up for not being 3D by adding a 3D background. So exactly. <laughs> Technically, it was 3D. It was 2.5. 3D elements. Pretty close. 2.5D, right? Yeah, 2.5D. Pretty close. That's yeah. the thing, apparently. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, next question. And this uh, is about some of the research that we had. Uh, we, we mentioned that Krauser, uh, a character who Leon fights, uh, he jumps 15 times higher than the average man. But jumping, and in, in, so we say in the episode that, that makes him 15 times stronger than an average man who can usually right. jump around two feet. Right. Uh, or, or sorry, he jumps 30 feet, I think. Yes. And then, anyway, he's 15 times stronger than an average man. But uh, jumping strength and lifting strength are obviously different. So does this mean that he's actually 15 times stronger than an average man? Or could he potentially be weaker than that? Yeah, I mean, you got to think about it as like general strength, right? You know, so like yeah. it, it, it's not like Krauser just totally was leg day every day and didn't work out that, I mean, he's a jack dude. He's got the upper body to prove that for as much workout as he's been putting into his legs, he's got it in his arms too. He's not that guy from Lady in the Water. He's not the guy from <laughs> Lady in the Water. Um, yeah, so it, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's one of those things where you could just make an argument that, well, because his legs are capable of, you know, performing such an amazing feat, his arms are at least close to comparable. Yeah, I, I mean, because we're comparing him to the av average man just in general. Right. So we're taking a general estimate of what we're comparing him to anyway. So that's that's basically what we're dealing with. We're not saying that he could exactly lift 15 no. times, times stronger the average, than the average yeah. man. We're just saying in general he is 15 times stronger, um, which I think the episode did get across, but it, it is worth clarifying. We didn't take, like, the strongest man on the planet. <laughs> oh, no. That's not there, right. We took no. an average. And that's, yeah. there are, that's where I think the difference is that's probably confusing some Maybe. There have been times, several times in death battles, where we have compared... Like specific kinds of powerlifting or or like Olympic. Athlete. True, but that's like yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, like one one. It's lifting. that that is a right. one to one comparison, and this wasn't exactly quite like that because he is literally just like 
flying through the air for a bit. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Like, He's how do you better compare that to anything players. other than just a general strength thing? Yeah. Like, nobody can do that shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, Especially from a – he was just standing. Like, it, he didn't yeah. have a running star or – it nope. just – Yeah, go. that's why it's – we're comparing it to an um, average man who can do a two-foot vertical jump. You're like, well, the basketball players and stuff, they can jump higher than that. But, like, the average man, like, you try just standing in one place and jumping up. It's hard. (laughs) It is hard. Anyway, uh, Frank has defeated military opponents before, so why is Leon different? I think it's it's pretty obvious with the various B.O.W.s and monsters that Leon fights on the regular that, sure, he's got military training and, you know, like... Frank fought the the general at the end of Dead Rising 1, and then he fought the super zombie who was a lieutenant colonel, I think, at the end of Dead Rising 4. And even that guy was in, like, a, a power suit. But it's not it's not a B.O.W. It's not these tyrants that are picking up tanks or, you know, smashing through buildings, throwing... or I mean, the, the shark. Like, yeah. like, that's a little different than a military dude. I mean, tactically speaking... That's obviously Frank's greatest strength is how creative he is and how fast he is on his feet. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, he's, he's not fighting the, the Hulk. <laughs> you know, so it's, I, it's, I don't really see how it's a fair comparison. Leon would probably beat the shit out of all those military people. That oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No yeah, problem. Sure. I mean, he basically beat the shit out of Krauser, and Krauser seems to perform at the same level as most of these military dudes, so... Probably more than that. Probably more than that. Honestly, with the strength stuff. Or whatever. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. So. Um, okay, how about uh, another question? Leon. Oh, <laughs> Leon only won because of luck. And this is about the animation specifically. If that zombie wasn't in the ice tornado, he would have died. And I'd like to just point out real quick that, like, um, we have said several times that the fight is, you know, for entertainment purposes. It's also meant to kind of, like, display how the characters, you know, act, would act toward each other. Kind of, like show off some of how our research uh, uh, applies to how certain elements of their uh, fighting capability would interact with each other. And the, the zombie in the tornado, not only is it just like a fun little thing to have, like, oh, he's, the zombie's flying through a tornado, tornado, he jumps off one, but it also is meant to kind of display Leon's creativity and ability to like counter that sort of creativity that Frank has, which we do discuss in the analysis uh, recap afterwards. Um, so just a little something and, to keep And I mind. think that, uh, you know, Leon demonstrates that he's capable of that in that fight against that tyrant Glenn or whatever. Yes. Yeah, because Glenn tries to, like, throw him and he, like, uses the momentum of the throw to do the flip and land, like, drop kick him in the head. That's actually what it, it's inspired by. Right, exactly. Like, so We were trying like, to come precedent. up with a finisher move and I was watching that and thought, you know, Leon just, like, gets thrown, like, 20 feet in the air or whatever here. You could totally do that with a tornado. Yeah. That'd be awesome. And he fires the rocket launcher from above that. That'd be great. I appreciate the game over reference we threw in there, too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> all yeah. right. Uh, next other... question. Oh, all right. Oh, no, I was just saying. Hey. Some people, like, I see a lot of questions like that, right? And it's like, it's almost like people operate under the mentality of, like, we have built some sort of simulator that, like, <laughs> we just are like, all right, and go. And then we watch it happen. And, you know, like, <laughs> it's, it's just yeah. like it's just Tet saying like Leon gets in a tornado, Leon grabs a zombie, jumps up. Yeah, yeah, and let's see what happens. Makes it happen. Oh, okay, <laughs> that, that, there's the script. Oh yeah, totally. Right. Yeah. That? One by luck. <laughs> I mean, yeah. our simulator said it was so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, th- this kind of gets into maybe a later question, but I, I feel like everybody has different ideas 
of how death battles rules should play out. Uh-huh. Um, like some people might think or, or prefer the idea that in these kinds of fights, you want to put these characters in just a plain, like empty field, final destination. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. like one right. empty field. There's nothing. There's no environment. There's except nothing for Fox. there, uh, except for Fox. Yeah, Fox is there, obviously right. dashing around. But like, essentially, some people might think that the fight animation is rigged unless that's it's as basic as possible. Mm-hmm. That's just not fun. And also, a lot of characters have elements that need to incorporate the environment, uh, right. or, or at least using the environment can help establish how they act or how they use their powers, how they can interact with each yeah. other and things like yeah. that. Um, there's, it's a lot more complicated than that, than just putting them in a plain white box. Yeah. Um, right, and at the, at the end of the day, like, you know, that's where that entertainment portion does come in, because you, know, you don't, like, that would be much more boring, like he said, yeah. and then also like, for scenarios like, you you don't just want to see Superman just immediately heat vision someone through their eyes and melt their brain. Like that's what I always go back to. Like you know, because it's like realistically, like a lot of Superman's matchups, if he's just like straight up, like you're gonna kill that person right now. Like, okay, you know, like oh ugh, yeah, gone. Like right, that'd be it. Probably yeah. probably seven or eight times out of ten, Leon would just cap Frank in the face and it'd be over. <laughs> oh no, we we established it would have been a knife throw. Knife in throw that, the in that moment yeah. where where Leon's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Frank's like, "I'm stealing shit." He's like, <laughs> <laughs> done, <laughs> done. Yeah, we I mean, see it coming. That, that's always the case with these battles, and that's why we try to have a, a like looser interpretation of uh, how we again like, we want we want things. it to be fun. Yeah, like we want to have fun. We want you to have fun when, when you watch it. We also did incorporate the knife throw. We did. We for did from the, the epilogue. Yeah, the epilogue mm-hmm. shot. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's so gross. <laughs> uh, shout out to Hyperjerk for as yeah. always, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> that, that that Frank's right. Uh, okay. Next question. Uh, why didn't we have Frank use more Capcom heroes outfits in the battle animation? Could he have won if he picked the Akuma or Dante costume instead of the Mega Man X one? So again, it, it unfortunately comes back to the whole time. You know, just just not enough time to do all the things that you'd want to do. The original show all the things. I would say they are all considered. Like, oh, we, yeah, they are. That's what I'm saying. Considered, so. yeah. well, everything is considered. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you got to make choices. You got to realize that you only have four or five weeks in order to get this fight animated. So mm-hmm. you got to make choices. Um, yeah. The original script had plenty of costumes as well. Yeah, I think we had three in the original script, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when you look at Dead Rising as a franchise, the Mega Man costume in all of its forms, whether it's you know the Blue Bomber, X, Zero, it's in every version mm-hmm. of, of Dead Rising. So when you had to, even though the Capcom Heroes thing is an addition to Dead Rising 4 specifically, Mega Man's always been there. And so yeah. we wanted to incorporate the Capcom Heroes, but we also had to pay homage to the fact that Mega Man has been a big part of Dead Rising. And not just because it's iconic to it, but I also was a little hesitant to include too many, especially if Frank were to win and it were to be because of these outfits. Mm-hmm. I feel like some people might have had an issue with that, given how the outfits might be considered like a slightly non-canon or outside of his reach sure. source for him generally in the games, especially the arcade machine, um, since he can't like carry that around. But I still wanted to show off that stuff in the fight and still wanted to consider it in the analysis. Um, so having the Mega Man one be the main one we show off, the one that is the most frequent throughout the games made right. the most sense to me in that regard. And at the end of the day, you got to remember that the costumes, they really only grant Frank 
a few abilities that are yeah. tied to. He doesn't him. make him that character. Yeah, he doesn't he's just become character. Mega Man or Dante. Dante, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know Dante one. was the argument. Yeah, that's the Dante big one. Dante is pretty OP. If but. he were to just suddenly turn into Dante, yeah, Leon would be pretty fucked, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he doesn't. That's just not what happens. He, he, you know. So. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh god, this one. Uh, the next fight is Strange versus Fate, but I've been asking for Strange versus John Constantine for years. Why don't you give me what I want? You never listen to fans. Oh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Oh. By the way, announcement: Strange versus Fate is the next one. Yeah, yes, look at if that. you didn't know. Nice. Um, Just to spite that guy. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, you know, we do listen to fans. If you guys aren't already aware, there's a form. It's usually in the description of every fight where you can go and vote. You, we basically give you fields, so it's like, not, hey, not I vote, but you can like, you, submit, you can submit your, your suggestions. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Sorry, not right. vote. Submit your suggestions, um, and we 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 look at that. Well, we're we planning a season, one hundred percent. We look yep. at that. Well, uh, so, this season in particular, like, oh yeah, going into this year, a big goal of mine was like to hit a lot of those really highly requested matchups that we hadn't done before, uh, especially with like the new franchises. We just did Sora versus Pit recently. Um, Kingdom Hearts and Kid Icarus coming mm -hmm. into Death Battle for the first time. Highly requested fight, been highly requested for a long time. I figured it's about time we did this, so let's do it. Most, the vast majority of this year's, of this season's lineup, episode lineup, is of matches from the top 10% mm -hmm. of requests. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. almost all of them. I think there's maybe one or two, I think there's two that are based on highly request characters, but we thought that there might be a different character who would be a better matchup. Right. Um, but like outside of that, it's all completely based off that form. Yeah, like it's, it's a great tool for us to understand what you guys want to see. So I, it, would, it would not be smart of us to just completely throw that out the window constantly and ignore that, you know? Like, yeah, of course. You guys are the reason that we have a job and that we get to continue to do this, and we want to make sure that we're making content that you guys want to see. Um, I, I, I don't want to give the wrong impression. We would love to be able to do every single death battle that you guys want us to do. Oh, yeah. We would absolutely love to do that. That would yeah. be fantastic if Rooster Teeth could somehow reach into their magical pockets and give us $700 billion. I was about to say, like, <laughs> I don't think if every single person worked on, in this entire company just solely focused on making death battles, we'd never do it. Like, no. there's no one. Yeah, the like, list is endless. There's always going to be one matchup. If we could recruit a country made... <laughs> <laughs> Wakanda! That's <laughs> all we need. Wakanda could do it. They'll build but, the actual simulator. And you know, then, so, so back to Strange Fate, though. Like, I don't really feel like we really need to explain it. They're both doctors. They're both wizards. <laughs> They're from the respective Marvel and DC Universe. Which I mean, we haven't done a Marvel vs. DC matchup in this season except for the very first episode. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's been like five or six episodes since yeah, we've done so, it. Yeah, I so mean, I mean, that's that's beautiful. That's the perfect death battle matchup. When we're, when we're checking boxes, they got all the things, you know? This is yeah. one of, you know, the big ones. Mm -hmm. Every, uh, there, there are plenty of death battle requests that I consider like big ones that everybody wants to see. You know, Goku vs. Superman and Mario vs. Sonic were obviously uh, some of those. And Strange vs. Fate has been a highly requested one since the beginning and since the Strange movie came out in Avengers. It's just increased in popularity. Yep. So, just wait yeah. for that Dr. Fate movie. I know, right? I would love for, the, for that to happen. Do I, I love Dr. Fate as a character. I want the gritty DC Universe Dr. Fate, too. <laughs> <laughs> it could totally work. It could. I mean, Helmets, like, I think possessing him. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like a Venom thing, but with magic. <laughs> yeah, there you go. He's always surprised. Just blasting people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um... I think this is the last question. 
Um, Frank versus Leon was too one-sided. So why even bother? Yeah. All right, I got it. Okay. Get like, we've answered, I've answered this question a couple times, and that's that because it's requested, and you guys want to see it, and also like we have no idea. Like there's been so many times when we are so sure just at the initial proposing of a matchup that oh well this character will just stomp this other character, and then we look into facts and we're like oh holy shit. Not only is this going to be like a really close matchup, this character might actually win, right? Like this happens to us all the time. And so like we don't ever judge a matchup just at its cover, I guess, you know? Like it's always yeah, right. worth taking the time to do all the research uh, to understand. And again, a lot of it's based on because that's what's requested and what people want this answer. So. I mean, there are some matchups that we would judge that way just because it's very clearly obvious. Like I don't think we'll, we'll ever do Goku versus Ryu. Right. Yeah, that's right. true. That one right. They can both yeah, shoot yeah. fireballs from their hands, but one is clearly more powerful than the other. Yeah. But like in terms of Leon versus Frank, this sort of matchup works for us so well because this is the kind of stuff we love to analyze. Frank is such a like bizarre character yep. when put next to somebody like Leon. It's kind of like you look at Raven versus Twilight or Shovel Knight versus Scrooge McDuck. Those mm -hmm. kinds of episodes where we take a character that that is a little bit different from the norm or has different ideas of how to fight mm -hmm. and we try to analyze that and figure out how they could win so against another opponent. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. And that underdog character is not always going to be the victor. It's not always going to happen that way. Uh, so sometimes you'll get an episode that is unpredictable and crazy and sometimes you'll get one that the winner that you thought would win is going to win. And Thor versus Raiden. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, well that's, yeah. <laughs> that's the extreme. Yeah, and I, also, I hope at, we never get that far again. Like, at the end of the day, like, the reason why people request these matchups is because they want a question answered. Mm -hmm. And so, if the answer to the question is, yeah, you got stomped, that's the answer to the question. I don't know what to <laughs> yeah. tell you guys. Like, we did the analysis, we, we have the research to prove it, boom. Yeah. You yep. know? We're just yeah. trying to, un to answer uh, unanswered questions about matchups. You know? Exactly. So even if it is obvious, we still want to see, uh, just make sure that, that the result is actually going to be like the case. You yeah, because you I mean? never know. Like, yeah. just, there's so many times, I can't even, like, we're always surprised in every single death battle that we do. There is something that we learn, you know, like yeah. some wacky, crazy thing. Like, <laughs> oh my God, I never knew, like, I got, like, I played the original Spyro games, right? And so, like, I did the research for Spyro, and I got to Legends, and I was like, holy shit! Like, I was, like, blown away. <laughs> I was not expecting Spyro to be on the level that he was at. Yeah. Uh, and that's really cool, and it's fun to do, so. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, that pretty much wraps up the questions for Leon Frank. Uh, again, we've it's up on Rooster Teeth and uh, YouTube. If you haven't seen it, sorry, we just spoiled it for you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, definitely share it with your friends your family if they're into that sort of thing. Uh, we love it when you guys share it around and, and help pass the uh, the epic death battle uh, to other people maybe who haven't seen it before. I feel like because this episode is, deals with like zombie killers um, and like uh, soldiers and, and, and more grounded characters that this would be a good episode to show to some people who maybe you know aren't as into anime or uh, uh, superheroes and the kinds of characters that death battle normally shows off. Mm. So if you've got a friend like that, we'd really appreciate you showing this one to them. I was rooting for the zombies the whole time. Uh, yeah. I'll be honest with you. 
Yeah, Pretty sure the undead horde had it, but I mean, we don't know what happens to Leon after all. That. That's true. Like he kind of <laughs> ends with a big explosion, and he's standing there, and there's a million zombies. <laughs> big a wave. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you're really pissed that he won, uh, you know, after a while he gets killed by a gigantic amount of zombies. There you go. Yeah. Happy? Yeah. They're all dead, and yeah. so is humanity. Although to be fair, it's Leon we're talking about here. Yeah, he's he probably just like yeah. Gunkata, John Wick them all. All the zombies. He's the last man on earth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Anyway, it's. It's now time to find out what's going on. It's never not funny to me. <laughs> I mean, this is pretty appropriate, though. <laughs> it is appropriate. We're going to talk about not He-Man per Related se, universe. But Close Yeah. This, uh, I missed it, um, or this, this was, last week we talked about Thundercats Roar. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. Which was uh, this new reboot that's coming out for Thundercats. If you haven't seen it, where have you been? It was the talk of the internet for a long time. I feel like a it's, whole a, day. it's a reimagining, <laughs> though, right? Because we already yeah. did the reboot thing and nobody cared. Sure. Mm -hmm. so, that's true. Yeah, we, talk, we talked about that last sure. week. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but like, at the, like the same day, and it didn't get nearly as much press, which is unfortunate, uh, we got a reveal of what the new She-Ra show is going to look like. Right. At least a little bit. We got like a poster review. And I think the reason is because like, when that was announced, that, that went around. It was trending on Twitter, and like everybody's talking about like, oh, who's this person's gonna be working on it. But yeah, you're right. Like I think the Thundercats, it's because it was so fresh and shiny. Nobody knew it was coming. People knew She-Ra was coming. So like a first- Yeah, record. but also the Thundercats caused- Controversy. controversy. That's what yeah, it is. Whereas the like, She-Ra one didn't. Hate, hate, hate. Yeah. Because there is a distinct difference in how these two shows are being presented. That's, that's what the She-Ra poster very clearly defines. Mm -hmm. There it is behind us. Yep. Um, it looks straight up like just an updated version of old school. She looks yeah. like Thor. In that, <laughs> yeah. like, like that's a, yeah. I mean, yeah. she I and awesome. Lady Thor aren't so great. different yeah. uh, in terms of like maybe uh, silhouette and just general appearance. I wonder if they're gonna change her name. Did you notice that it says from Aurora? No, it's, it's not Aurora, it's Adora. Adora, yeah. Did you, did oh, yeah, you, it is. Did yeah. you hear, did you notice that princesses of power? Yes. Oh, look at that! So I'm curious if she's got some cut. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna My Little Pony this shit. Yeah, there's gonna be there's gonna be multiple. It actually, would be a really good. You'll also notice that. Yeah. You want to know what their names are? Yes. Scorpia, Natosa. Hang on. Scorpia. Scorpia is a bad girl. She's a bad lady. Natosa. Natosa might be the witch lady. Glimmer. Frost. Glimmer. Glimmer is. Glimmer's like a sorceress from the original Shira. Apparently, he knows a lot. By the way. Really, really, Chad. Mermista. Catra. Catra's a bad girl. God, please, please, <laughs> let her voice sound nothing like the original. She's like, I'm Catra. Like she's, oh my God, it's obnoxious. It's fucking terrible. Well, it's a different I know. actress. I know, I just don't want her to take that as a the whole, They have the snarf, the snarf like overlay for her, <laughs> the voice modulation of snarf. I, I believe the whole cast is different, but the original creator of She-Ra is still behind the show. Oh, that's cool. That's so, really cool. Really? Yeah. I didn't uh, know that. Lawrence D G Dettilio? Dettilio? Okay. Something like that. I don't, I've never heard of this guy before until right now, but apparently he's the creator of Shira, and I probably should have heard of him. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. I didn't know. So there's probably going to be a lot of elements to the original. Uh, that's, that's awesome. So it's funny because recently, um, it was Thundercats Roar, actually. Last week we were talking about that, and I was like, I got to like start showing my daughter some more of like the stuff that I grew up on, and right? And so I was like, I was like, let me let me see. So first, I was like, I was like, uh, oh, because April and I were talking about this, and she was like, I wonder if she'd like Sailor Moon. I was like, let's try that. And it didn't really stick right away. I think she's gonna need to be a little bit older before Sailor Moon gets her. Mm -hmm. um, but then I was like, 
She-Ra's on Netflix. It's like, this is She-Ra. And the first episode, she was kind of like, eh. And then she got into it, right? And that's because I totally forgot. Um, the first episode of She-Ra is a He-Man episode. Yes. Like, it's like a Christmas special or something like that, wasn't it? No, they did do a Christmas special. But no, like, it's so the She-Ra episode one oh, gotcha. is like the sorceress Rem having like remembering having a dream of where like Hordak straight up just like stole a baby. There's this hilarious <laughs> frame where it's Hordak and he's just like ah, and the baby is just like in his arms like ah. And, like, <laughs> Kira straight up was just like, why is he stealing that baby? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And she's like, why isn't the baby mad? Like, and I was like, well, the baby doesn't know. Like, Someone could come take your brother and he'd probably still be stoked about it. Um, but like. So anyway, and so it starts in, uh, and it's, it's straight up a He-Man episode. The sorceress goes, like she has this, you know, vision, and then it's so funny because he took her to another dimension or whatever. And so after the sorceress has this vision, a door in Castle Grayskull opens, and she's like, "Oh, holy shit!" And so she goes and gets He-Man. She's like, "Oh, I had this vision. It's this, this door's never opened before." <laughs> and he's like, it's, "He's a prince out of his time." So I was like, "Oh, really?" <laughs> you know? And she's like, "Yeah." I'd go, but, you know, if I leave the castle, I don't have powers because I turn into a bird. And he's like, okay. And then Cringer's like, I don't want to. And he's like, get in there, bitch. Uh, and so then so they hop into the other dimension, and they end up, uh, like, seeing, meeting up with the Freedom Fighters, which is like both. So this follows He-Man the entire time. It's, it's literally the first episode is, like, all He-Man. And there's a couple, uh, and then the bad guys, like, they find out about, you know, there's a rebellion against Hordak and his people because he raised... Uh, Adora, and yet still called her Adora. Your name is Hordak, and you are like the lord of all evil. You steal babies. I mean, and you're like, oh, I'll name her Adora. He, he didn't name himself Hordak. Maybe his parents just did it, and he grew up like resenting that the whole time. So it's like, <laughs> it's like one of those things. He became what he was named, and he didn't want to put that on her. Yeah. But he want, but she, he wanted her evil. She's like the captain of his forces, and then like you know they they have some conflict and stuff, and it's great. There's still the whole time like, like. He's Prince Adam, I want you to know, like, for most He's of this episode. And so, like, he eventually gets into the Freedom Fighters, and then, like, they're all like, you mentioned you had a friend that would come and help. He's like, oh, he'll be around. And I'm like... How do people not fucking know that Prince Adam is He-Man? Like, because then He-Man shows up, and they treat him like he's totally different. Um, I wonder if they're going to keep that with... Like, uh, that be the first episode? She-Ra as well. Oh, if it's she starts out identity. evil? No, the secret identity. Well, first off, if she starts out evil, uh -huh. um, but also the secret identity thing. Because she had the secret identity thing too, right? She did, yeah. Yeah. She had an alter ego where she wasn't always She-Ra Princess of Power. She does. She's just, yeah. she's Princess Adora. Right. I just don't remember if... It's like a carbon copy he made. Yeah, it's yeah, the same yeah. thing. Uh, yeah, Only true. her little grand, little band of heroes knows that she's yeah, secretly yeah. both of them, but everybody else thinks that they're What's separate. What's the name of the guy with the heart on the cheek? Bo. Bo. We talked about Bo. I love Bo. Bo's an interesting character. Yes, he um, is. I, oh, you know what I really hope? I hope they keep the name of her like Pegasus unicorn thing. I really hope that they, oh, they keep it. I think they keep it. I hope they keep its voice actor. Oh. Like, because it, it was scary Wait. as shit. Like, everything else is like adorable and like yada yada. And then like, you're like, hey, Shira. Like, it's super deep and like, like a it just really doesn't manly fit the like. Horse the, it, oh yeah, like they gave it a really manly voice for being like a rainbow flying unicorn. You're talking about Swiftwind, right? Swiftwind, yeah, that's it. And then, it's not it? on IMDb yet, as far as I know. That voice actor hasn't been announced. Oh my god, what if this is a huge crossover and they actually she rides like a. Pegasus Pony from My Little Pony. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I'm just Twilight just shows up. Yeah, like, what, just... what I'm wondering is based on like the way 
the poster, just based on the general look and the fact that it's on Netflix, I'm wondering if they're going to be going for kind of the same vibe as the Voltron show. Because I mm. feel like that might be a good way to go about it. Princesses of Power, uh, it's, going to be, it's going to be an ensemble cast with She-Ra as the main character, obviously. Um, could be kind of similar to the Voltron crew. So that's like a mostly male-dominated mm. like, cast of characters, and this could be a similar thing with a mostly female-dominated mm-hmm. cast of characters. I'm kind of expecting something like that, but, but again, we don't really know much about the show anyway, so other than the fact that it's going to be on Netflix this year. I mean, it yeah. looks like that, apparently. I'm down, man. Like, I think it'd be really cool, and that's why I wanted, another reason why I wanted Kira to watch She-Ra now, so she can watch the original. Because like, she, uh, she already started, she missed this when we were watching some other show. I can't remember what it was. But she was talking about, oh, it was when we first brought up Sailor Moon, and she was just like, why does it look so weird? She's like, it looks old. And I'm like, you will not have that attitude. It doesn't matter how it looks. You know, I was like, it's, you know, like, I just don't, I don't I mean, so, so I don't want to have that thing. Right. I, it's true. And I'm like, yeah, it's because it was made a long time ago, but you can, st- I, I did it, like, you know, like, you can still enjoy the story. Storytelling, you know, storytelling. Right. right. Like, I don't want her to be that kid. Like, I remember when I'm like, uh, you know, like, trying to show, Somebody, oh yeah, my, I had like even like my nephew, like I t- took him over to like, and I have like all my old consoles, and it was like, oh man, the graphics suck, and I'm like, don't you dare, like, <laughs> don't let graphics hold you back from a really great experience, you know, yeah. and like, so that's, yeah. that's, I really want to make sure she doesn't do that. So now she's going to get this whole she thing, and then the new one's going to come out, and it's going to blow her away, and she's never going to watch the other one again, but you know. Oh, she'll watch it and be like, why did that ruin everything? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Those nostalgia glasses, man, they, yeah. they pollute everything. Yeah. <laughs> Well, all right. So just to wrap up the discussion on this, uh, I did notice, I didn't realize it, but I did notice that the cast for Thundercats Roar includes the actor for Tigra is actually the same actor who played Balrog in our death battle. What? Nice. <laughs> really? The guy who plays Tusk in Killer Instinct. Yeah, 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 Chris dude, he's out. super nice. Yeah. Um, I met him out at, I think, E3. He played, yeah, yeah, he's, he's a really cool dude. He's Tigra. Excellent. So... Nice. Go watch it my, for him. <laughs> one of my least favorite Thundercats, though, honestly. Well, Tigra, he's kind of lame. He didn't really get much to do in the original series. They no. tried to give him like a rivalry thing with Lionel in the reboot, but he got like, he got squashed pretty quick. Yeah, because it's yeah. Lionel. Yeah, his sort of omens too. Like he, he had just like the wit, the bowl of wit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was yeah. Well, because he was, I, I think know. he was supposed to be the leader-ish sort of, but then. Lino is the prince, so he's, he's like he's, the backup yeah. in, in case Lino has a cold or bird flu. <laughs> yeah, he has to call in sick for work. Right, <laughs> Tiger takes <laughs> over. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, I want to see what's going on with the community now. So we've got some art to show off. This one's from Quentin Johnson. Let's go ahead and bring that. I'm up. so bummed Tori's oh, not here nice. on this episode. Oh my god! Look at that. We got a Catechist cosplay. No, it's beyond cosplay. That's Whoa. a straight up stand. That's a Persona stand. That's crazy. Stand. Oh, yeah, well, so the, the, well, the, the fan art, art left yeah. is from someone else's fan art. Oh, I see. Right? So they already did yes. that as a stand. But uh, uh, Combat Toad 19 here did, like, he cosplayed Legit cosplay. as Catechus. That That's awesome. amazing. Sick. I know. That is awesome. I found this. He did, <laughs> like, kind of broke the rules a little bit because he didn't even use the de- hashtag uh, Death Battle Cast. This wasn't on Twitter. This was, like, <laughs> I was on Instagram, and I got tagged in it. And then I was just like, oh, shit. And, like, I had to grab it and show it off. So, That's like, awesome. Yep. Oh my god. Has Torian seen this? Yes, he, uh, that's my first thought. I was about to send it to him, but then I saw it. There was already a reply on his Instagram. It was like, yo, this is sick, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so like, um, but that's wow, crazy. Amazing. Like, we now have people cosplaying. 
Catechus. We gotta we gotta bring Catechus back. I yeah. He's only been on one show, and Maybe. this <laughs> this has come out of this, as well as like dozens of art from incredibly talented people. Like this is crazy. I'm wondering. Uh, I wonder if I can get Torian to dress up as Catechus for one day at RTX. <laughs> It has to happen now. <laughs> Maybe we should have a panel, Catechist Presents. <laughs> there you are. He just talks about, like, lawyer stuff. Yeah. Or we do, like, a very, very in-depth, serious, detailed animation panel, but he's just dressed that way the whole it's time. Catechist the whole time. <laughs> or you could just have a panel where he's dressed up as Catechist, and you just tell, you know, tell anybody who wants to join to be like, hey, bring your cats. Ooh, we'll just have a panel full of And cats. he will determine if they are gay or not. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he does. Yeah. He's the defender of uh, He defends gay cats. He doesn't <laughs> but it, that's how, but no, he, he, he needs to be able to identify them because he's not going to take a heterosexual cat that wouldn't, that's not in his wheelhouse. <laughs> you know? He's he like, he just know. doesn't relate. No. <laughs> So we're yeah, making like catechist heterophobic. <laughs> I mean, with cats specifically. I don't think it's, I don't think it's a trainer. phobia. It's just a. It's, he's just it's, focused. Yeah, he's just a yeah. focused, you know, attorney at claw. Like he he knows. He knows who his needs his help. Mm -hmm. He so, knows market. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> we're creating lore on the yeah. fly, guys. Like this is great. All right. Yeah. Well, if you want to see the catechist panel at RTX, please let us know using <laughs> hashtag DeathBattleCast on Twitter. <laughs> I have no idea what we would do with it, but I think that'd be hilarious. All right. We just bring all of our cats in. Everybody has yeah. a cat, and we just let them free in the audience and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. But now, <laughs> it's time for the community death battle. Deadpool versus the mask. This is a weird one. Mm. I have no idea. Like, <laughs> I am not able to answer this question. They're both... Absolutely insane and nearly unkillable. I was gonna say is like, I mean, technically the mask is Loki, right? Like it's created by Loki. Oh, it's created by Loki, so it doesn't have the power of Loki. Kind of does. Okay. Well, I mean, it's got I mean, the power of. Because here's the thing. Mischief and whatever. I was but. gonna say that's a god, so like that's kind of harder to kill, although. He can be killed. We did learn that. Spoiler. Yeah, I think what is I think in the movie it is Loki, and I think in the comics it was created. By okay, because see, that's why I'm yeah. I'm only familiar with the movie, and only the first. I don't. Jamie Kennedy can. That didn't happen. Son <laughs> of the Mask is not a thing that happened. Um, <laughs> this is like one of the worst movies of all time. It is. Yeah. Pretty terrible. Um, that's an understatement. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Deadpool. He can pretty much put his body back together from a pool of blood, though. So. Soaking the mask. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. But, uh, okay, maybe some of the answers from the community might help you guys out. Mm. We've got one for Deadpool from Michael Young. Bring that up. And he says, Deadpool has this by a narrow margin. Both of them are insane with Deadpool's healing factor and powers and the big face killers. The mask's actual name? I think it's Big Head. Uh, Toon Force. But Deadpool has one distinct advantage. His universe has a carbonadium sword. This is cut off. It is. It's because it, then it came in another tweet. Uh, oh. You have the full thing on the rundown. Okay. I put carbonadium sword you. that could win him the fight. Looks like the mask can't save face in this battle. Love when they ah. the puns. <laughs> there we go. All right. But then we also have a uh, comment for the mask from Anthony Jackson. 
and he writes, uh, The mask is literally an immortal tune-like demigod who the rules of physics don't apply to. He can create anything he needs for a gag, including unlimited guns and in-comic nukes. In-comic nukes? Nukes? Nukes. It's like, I guess in, in the comics. In the comics he has nukes. nukes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he up... <laughs> and he obtains any power item he needs for a gag. This isn't even close. Mask is overkill. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like the mask could easily be distracted by his own, like get wrapped up in the sense of humor where Deadpool do, like, maybe has a little more control over how silly things are getting. Like he might egg the mask on to the point where it gives him a slight advantage. Well, I don't know. The I, mask is always going to be. I don't think you're going to really piss off the mask. Like the mask doesn't have the same kind of fourth wall breaking powers that Deadpool has. That's true. I just I was that. thinking more like the mask really seems to like get into his own jokes. That's why he only pulls out things that he needs if it has like a sense. Like it's going to be like he's going to hurt somebody or do a thing, but there's always like a gag tied to. Well, that's how because he does he's a trickster. It. But yeah. I mean, like in death battle, his goal would be to kill the so, other person. So, like, as weird as this is to say about the mask, um, or either of these characters, you think that he is technically more predictable than Deadpool? Yeah, in the sense that like Deadpool would recognize that everything the mask does is a gag, and that's not always the case for Deadpool. And maybe he would try to exploit that as a weakness. Maybe. Maybe. I think Deadpool would just like go along with it, to be honest. Yeah. Than anything else. I just don't know. So it, the, remind me real quick. On the Carbonadium Sword, um, doesn't that stop healing factors? Yes. But isn't that mutation healing factors? How does that's it? A, that's a universe <laughs> thing, right? Well, yeah, I don't know that's how that I, would apply to another universe, another character from another story. Uh, or another right. Fictional universe. That'd be something we really mm. need to look into the exact terminology of how carbonadium works because if it's specifically like it, you know, counteracts the mutant gene uh, that ha that creates that the creates healing regeneration, factor, yeah, whatever, right? That I just don't remember it's been a long time since we did. Yeah, the, that was from uh, several years. That was one of Torian's first death battles to animate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm looking at its wiki page at least right now. Um, <laughs> Because if it 100% can negate healing factor, like just regardless, if, if you're a god or whatever and it's not a mutation, then like, so that's going to be a huge advantage. Okay, yeah. it's specifically the radiation from the carbonadium sword, remember this, that can stop cells from coming back together. So it basically kills healing cells. Mm. Interesting. I, I don't know. I don't know if the mask really works that way. I know. Like, <laughs> he's a living cartoon. Like, isn't that like kind of what the whole vibe he's putting on? Like, does he have cells when he's I mean, the mask? I assume so because yeah. he's a physical yeah. being. But this is a weird conversation. It really is. <laughs> I'm just saying. I have no idea what to do because, like, I think he is, like, he is more powerful than Deadpool. Like, definitely. Yes. At like, a very basic, like, I can. Transmute things and like manifest things. Deadpool yeah, yeah. can't do any of that. He's got to carry guns with him, and when he forgets his duffel bag of guns, he's like, "Fuck, Dopender!" Like, I mean, go he back does have house. that. Um, he's got like a teleportation called? thing. No, like the little bag of tricks that he can just. That's pull true. He does out. have that. The wacko bag, I call yeah, it. Yeah, but when it comes to like. I always think yeah. of Animaniacs. Yeah. When it comes to Tomb Force stuff, like, it can just get completely insane. You know That's what I mean? That's the thing, though, right? Yeah. I guess Tomb Deadpool like, needs that bag, whereas Mask can just do yeah. it. Yeah. And it's like, he can just to be pull like, a gun out of thin air if he really wants to. Right. It also yeah. seems like the mask is only limited by his own imagination, which is insane and crazy. And if he learns of something new, he could probably just pull that out of his ass. I mean, like, yeah. and probably literally would. Like, you know, it's like, 
Oh, I've got a carbonadium sword. I was, I was say, like, oh, yeah, me real, too. Real quick, you know? Before we continue, uh, I forgot to mention at the beginning of this. If you're just now joining us or, or you joined us recently, we do have a link at the top of the chat. If you're watching us live, you can go vote for who you think should win this. Definitely go do that right now because I think we're going to wrap we're this up pretty vote. soon. Yeah. So let us know who you think should win between Deadpool and Mask in that poll, and we'll bring it up in just a bit. I mean, the mask could easily just grab something like an anvil, hold it. It's not, it doesn't weigh anything. Then just give it, and then it wastes a ton. You know, you know what I mean? Like, he can do <laughs> yeah. stuff like that because it's Toon Force. It's just Like, he crazy. could make himself, like, the size of a building, theoretically. Yeah. Just eat Deadpool. <laughs> there's this don't... great little panel of, I don't remember the guy's name, but like, there's a big hulking guy who's trying to, like, sneak up on the mask and get him from behind. And it's just a panel of the mask, like, minding his own business, looking up to the side. The dude's behind him, lunging at him. Very next panel, masks just his head has twisted all the way around. It's enormous, and it just bites across, like, over the dude <laughs> and eats him. It's just over in a single second. Yeah, like, like that's the thing. Uh, where it, I don't think Deadpool can keep up with stuff like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so. gonna say the mask. Like, he's just too weirdly broken. Cartoon physics, man. I think so too. Yeah. I think I'm gonna have to vote for mask. As much as I want to vote for Deadpool because he's Deadpool. You know what? I gotta vote for mask. Play devil's advocate. I'm gonna say that Deadpool will outsmart the mask. He will. He will exploit the the mask's zaning, the his love of being insane, to the point that the mask defeats himself. How is Deadpool smart enough to do that? I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> smart is such a subjective thing. Oh. Intelligence can can vary. There's street smarts and book smarts. Obviously, Deadpool is not very book smart. He he doesn't have a degree from MIT. But he's he pretty clever. <laughs> I mean, he might. I mean, who knows what he has. But I'm just saying that, like, I'm going to go Deadpool. I think you're underestimating Toon Force, my friend. Mm. So I'm going to awesome. go mask. Mask, mask, mask. You're voting mask. mask? Yeah. Man, all right. So we got three for mask yep. and one for Deadpool. I know they're going to say Deadpool. I just know they are. Well, let's go ahead and bring up the poll results. See what you guys have to say. Oh, oh. Hey. all right, it was closer than I closer thought. Closer than I expected. <laughs> I'm wondering if our conversations like really helped sway that, because when you were like, and you can vote, everyone just like saw Deadpool like, ah! And they just hit it, like immediately. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, that's a pretty close vote. Like, this would be such an interesting one to do an actual death battle. I kind of want to, man. Mm. Yeah. Like, it'd be so weird. I don't even sure. know how we would like start with that one. Like. Can we, ignore we the, start by looking at the Strange, times? Strange versus Fate is coming up, and when that one when that one airs, like you'll understand how fucking bonkers these characters are and how <laughs> difficult it was to research them. Oh. Like that one is tough to analyze and really decide, like really figure out the victor because they're just like cosmic beings. But these guys, <laughs> what, what can even stop them? Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. Like, 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 how do we? <laughs> oh, that would. And be the mask is tough. even asking for people to stop him. That would be such a yeah. <laughs> that's, true. that's true. But then again, we live for challenge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. true. We can do it. All right. Can we ignore the Son of the Mask movie if we do it? Absolutely. Yeah, Great. <laughs> Not canon. Awesome. We'd have to look into that. We probably would. Don't ruin it, it Chad. Just say yes for now. Just, it, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, guys, for joining us for this episode of Death Battle Cast. Um, we will be airing the previews for Strange vs. Fate in the upcoming weeks, and then the episode will air in three weeks, mm -hmm. which is exciting. Yeah. Um, and we will, as always, do a questions and answers for that episode, too. We've been doing that for every single Death Battle episode, so when that episode airs, feel free to leave questions in the comments, kind of talk about the episode, and we'll address your, you know, 
concerns and stuff right here. It'll be great. And I hope you can join us live next time uh, for the chat and the poll if you're watching this archived. Uh, and if you are a first member, we have a first exclusive um, post show, post show yep. that airs over the weekend called Sudden Death. You can find that on roosterteeth.com. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. See you guys soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>